Hazel Hislop and welcome back to my podcast, Healing Emotions. On this podcast, we're talking about mental health and well-being and how to navigate everyday life challenges while promoting mental health. So how have you guys been? I hope that you've had a lovely summer. If you're in the UK, you probably didn't get as much sunshine as anticipated. But I hope that you had time to rest and restore and to re-energize for the beginning of September. Um, And for those who are listening to me in other parts of the world, I hope you've had a brilliant summer too and you probably had better weather than us. Um, But... Um, it's just nice to reconnect so I've been on a break for over a month and it's been really good I've, it's probably the longest time I've given myself time to rest and restore I wasn't always on holiday I worked but I've taken time out and I'm so grateful to friends um, who have and family who have found the time to to do things socially and also to invite me into their space as well. So I visited my friend Sylvia in Poland, um, Wrocław for a few days, which was amazing. My first trip to Poland. I stayed at a friend's house for a week. I was seated, which is quite funny because she's only a mile up from me, a mile away. And um, she, she knew that I've got really noisy neighbors, so she was going away and she said, oh, why don't you come and stay in my house? So I left my house to go and stay in her house, which was quite nice. Um, and it was just kind of a, a good break for me to be away from the distraction and the noise. Um, and um, just doing things with my daughters, like going to Hampshire for a couple of days for my birthday meeting up with friends that I haven't seen for a while. My friend Sherry came down from um, Nottingham um, and then doing friends, doing things locally with friends here. So there's been lots of, um, I just um, found that my summer was filled up with a lot of connections and socializing, which I really appreciated. Good food, drinks, etc. So I hope that you had the same experience. And I guess it kind of connects to what I want to talk about today. My topic is called Thriving in in Adversity, the Resilience Factor. Thriving in Adversity, the Resilience Factor. Oh, the other thing, I don't know if I mentioned in my last podcast, I have got braces in my middle age years and I'm still training myself to talk with braces, um, dental braces. So... There's lots of lisp and mispronunciation of words. So hopefully you can hear me clearly. So why did I take this topic? I think I chose this topic because I like to reflect a lot on my own life and my journey. And so ever so often, um, I, I journal every day, but ever so often I take time out to revisit my journal, to review my life and to think about where am I right now? How far have I come? You know, what's been the learning in the last few weeks, few months, few years? And, you know, the key points, the patterns, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And really thinking about, okay, so stop and celebrate that. 
because sometimes I can get into that mindset of oh, not things are not going well because I'm focusing on something in the future. For example, right now I'm I'm going to be there's a big transition that's coming up for me and my daughters. I'm going to um, I joke with my friends and say that I'm moving out, <laughs> but I'm going to be moving into um, moving away from London um, by the end of the year, not far along the coast. And my daughters, who are young adults, they're going to be staying in London because their job is in London. So it's a big transition for us. And so I just really want to move now because of the noise. I think the noise has really pushed me. From my neighbors to move but not just that i think i've always want i mean i've been planning for years to move not necessarily within the uk it was to move abroad to spain um or one of the other countries like portugal but with everything that's changed with brexit and um, the pandemic it's just me really made me reevaluate my life so yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to moving to the coast because i love water i love nature and um it's just really more a lifestyle change for me so i want to move now and i'm getting irritated and frustrated because things are not going as fast as i want to so so that's kind of things that sets me back so when i'm in that mindset of i want it now i want it now oh it's not fair why isn't it happening now happening now i forget all the things that's going well for me and i forgot how much i'm thriving and I'm, I'm absolutely certain that it's not just me because based on my work with clients and based on my conversation with family and friends and just observations, I know that most of us experience that, that we forget how far we've come. We forget what we've achieved. We forget how much we've grown and exceeded in our life, but yet we just focus on what's not going well. Yesterday was a typical example of that with my clients. Um, just listening to one or two clients, one client, she probably is listening. Um, she came in and she's, you know, talking about how disappointed she was with her life. She hasn't achieved any goal. Nothing's, nothing has worked. And I was sitting there thinking, are you kidding me? Uh, I didn't have a chance to say that because the session went a different way. But I wanted to, I'm going to do that next session. I see her to say, Come on, let's just sit down and review and list all the amazing things you've done. You know, all the kind of risks that you've taken. I've seen her transformed within a couple of months in front of me. And sometimes as a therapist or coach, my role is to witness that, to be a witness to my clients, to remind them and to show them how far they've come because you can get caught up in your in the problem and not see the little victories or the major victories along the way. Another client in her relationship, because she's stuck in the past, she, well, both of them actually, when I see them individually and then as a couple, that when they come into the session, the first thing that they go on is all the problems that the other person is doing, all the things that's wrong with the other person. But yet, I look at them and they actually, their life is that they're having an amazing life in other respect they've been on holidays together they've had a great time they're doing major projects together but they're just zoning in under the, the, the irritating problems with each other and 
I have to also remind them in this session, okay, it's not great, everything's not great, but look at what how far you've come over the past few months and how you're thriving in the midst of all these challenges. So I just think it's an inbuilt nature, it's inbuilt in our nature that we tend to always resort to the problem, what's not going well, and we take, you know, we take it very personal, we're very we're very critical of ourselves, of others and when we're in that mindset it really paralyzes us because we actually forget to look around and to see how far we've come it's a really common thing with high achievers and high performance people and um, where, where they're constantly and I said because I, I, I recognize that because I'm um, a high achiever and I'm constantly setting goals and wanting to achieve them and I sub, sub, you know I surpass these goals and sometimes and this is why I keep journals I have to write them down because I have to remind myself wow um, and uh, maybe a more recent example for myself is in my business um, I'm working with a business advisor a business coach and advisor and he was kind of, he was helping me to um, review my business plan and forecast my you know my in business language I mean I don't use those language but to use his language to forecast sales and to review my you know expenditure income expenditure etc and he was so impressed <laughs> with me in terms of my progress and I was oh okay because I've always compared myself to my colleagues not in in a negative way but when I listen to my colleagues especially my um therapy therapist colleague the ones that I really value and trust and friends they would talk about how busy they are and how um much they're working and thriving and I'm kind of thinking well um am I busy so I'm always measuring myself I mean, I've, I'm doing that less now because I realize I can't compare with my, them with my, myself with them because my work and my role is completely different to them. Um, most of them are focusing on working with therapy clients only, whereas I'm doing a different things like podcasting, YouTube, writing, therapy, coaching, teaching, etc. So how can I compare myself with them? So I've learned over time to not get distracted with when they say they're busy and actually their busyness is not what I want because sometimes when they tell me how many clients they've had in one week I'm like oh my god that I do not want that amount of clients because when am I going to have time to rest and restore and have fun so um it's really interesting so when he gave me that feedback about me thriving I thought oh wow I need to really change my attitude about what I how I'm valuing my work and my success, etc. So, um, I I mean to I suppose with resilience. I mean I quite like the idea of resilience, and for me I don't know how you define resilience, but for me I always see it as that ability to bounce back, to be able to bounce back from trials and crises and trauma, and adapt adapt to the new situation to new life to new challenges etc and i guess it's a bit like the pandemic you know the, the 
the, the term that's been using over the pandemic is, you know, this is a difficult time, you know, it's, you know, it's a, it's the worst time that we've been in and there is, we've got to adapt and adjust to the new normal. The new normal would be different for everyone else. So I guess going through that experience, which is the most, I suppose the most major crisis or trauma that any, anyone has been through their lifetime. Well, I can't say that because there are people who've been through wars and, um, and um, you know, think about slavery and um, the Holocaust and all those experiences. Um, I'm, I'm sure someone going through that would probably have a different conversation or regard with, compared to the pandemic. But I guess the pandemic is, has had a major impact because it's touched the whole world. And um, and yes, there's been like we've lost lives, we've lost family and friends. Some of us, um, not me personally, but people, some people have been um, become ill through that. And yet, people have survived and have thrived through it. I would say that I'm one of those people that thrive through it, in terms of my work and my health and well-being. Um, some people may not necessarily have had the same experience, but I guess I wanted to challenge us in terms of thinking about what is it that we do in terms of our resilience to keep going and to not give up and to bounce back. So one definition of resilience would be resilience is um, seen as an individual's capacity to adapt positively to pressure, setbacks, challenges or changes in order to optimize your performance and then tell your well-being it doesn't actually say i mean resilience doesn't mean that you are always positive although this this says adapt positively sometimes you would be um stressed and sometimes you would be irritable and feeling depressed and low and wanting to give up but what makes resilience you your resilience unique is that you don't give up fully you may have days when you've just really walked away from that relationship or that job or that situation that you're dealing with and you kind of think oh i don't want to think about it i'm not going to do it anymore i'm just going to you know close it down i'm going to give up but somehow within you you get a second win and a second energy to keep going and to go again and that thing within you is hard to define within us as human beings but there's something that keeps us going and keeps motivating us it's an inner knowing to know that you know what you know what you know that you know that you can't give up because you can see beyond where you are right now although you don't know how to get there you can't give up because you know within your spirit and your soul it's the right thing to do it's the right place to be it's the right relationship for you it's the right job for you it's the right project or the right business you can't give up because it's not in your personality that although it's a challenge you can survive and you will survive you can't give up because of your belief system for me, it's my faith, my belief in, in God, my belief that I would always be okay, no matter what. For some people, it would be faith in something else, but it doesn't matter. 
but there is always something that you know that within you that's guiding you but also externally it would be people around you like family your relationships your friends colleagues maybe a book that you've read or something you've seen on tv or or youtube but in that moment when you're about to give up something prompts you or someone says something to you that that you know that you can't that this is a message for me that this is a um, this is helping me to not give up so so even in, in the midst of adversity we can thrive and when we're going through adversity a crisis a trauma you you most of us are in survival mode and so in survival mode some of the things that might come up is that i'm not okay so i'm not okay you're not okay so you're in that mindset where nothing is okay um if, if the whole world is wrong you become judgmental of yourself you become judgmental of others you may feel threatened or defensive and you know i talk about my colleagues in the past when i would compare myself to their success because i felt like oh why you know what's wrong with me why am i not um, doing well in my work so i got into that stage of feeling um not necessarily threatened but probably more defensive um you may have a poor awareness of yourself and others so you're only looking at the problem in front of you but you, you haven't got like a worldview of the possibilities around you or what's around the corner you may become quite rigid and reactive um you're blaming others you're avoiding avoidance there's an avoidance of accountability you've got an all or nothing thinking so you're not listening really so if this doesn't work then the whole world will end or life is gonna be you know horrible you know i'm never gonna be happy again you know you know everything is just wrong you respond negatively to conflicts and um you just really kind of in that win or lose kind of situation and just really surviving and sometimes when we're in the survival mode we have to be because it's a way of protecting ourselves and it's a way of just keep you know to keep going you have to it's a natural instinct um but the 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 the, the alternative of survival is to be more mindful so in a mindful state of mind you're saying things you know that you're okay so i'm okay you're okay you're accepting of yourself and others you're open and non-defensive you're aware of yourself and others what's going on around you you take more accountability for your behavior and for the issues and you're more in a problem solving mode so you've got a plan of action or you might be asking for help you're exploring the differences and you're listening more you're allowing yourself to listen and wait for answers and not react so you're more open to accept advice and guidance you're more assertive and you can address any difficulty that comes up and you can deliver the project or you know you can react you could respond or make decisions in a much more stable and calm way and you're building a more uh, an environment that's thriving more so it's like a win-win you're a win-win situation 
so in thinking about um, adversity I thought of a few times when I've had experiences of being in adversity and um, how, how I came out of them so just for example when I was um, at university doing my masters I was also going through um, the breakup of my marriage um, or the breakdown I don't know what the term and uh, making a decision to leave that uh, marriage but also doing my MSc course and I wasn't happy I wasn't coping I love my course but I knew that I needed to be around my family in Tobago and I was meant to be doing a dissertation so there were lots of challenges around me and I just felt like um, you know just really in survival mode and I just thought I need to go to Tobago so I made a decision to go to Tobago for that summer period I think it was just before the summer so we had like a cup we needed to hand in our dissertation probably in the September and I left the course not left but I took a time off from the course probably two weeks so maybe missed two sessions and my tutors were saying to me well you can't go in this midst of this um, because it's important to stay on the course I mean I think they didn't understand because they were all English tutors lovely tutors but they didn't understand how it, what it was to be a woman with two young children isolated from the, her family leaving a marriage feeling completely overwhelmed and not having any sense of direction so for me I didn't care about the course then I cared about my health and well-being and I just cared about being around people who can support me so I left and went on holidays and I oh during that holiday it was so funny this is like um, 20 years ago 20 21 years ago it there wasn't internet was just you know the internet was just kind of taking off and people were just having computers my family in Tobago didn't have a computer didn't have internet so I remember going through that experience of having to leave my home in the country and go to the town which is an hour away to go and ask someone to use a computer in this office and having to stay up late at night while my family was sleeping like 12 one o'clock to try and write and write notes and do this dissertation um i didn't pass my course um that course that year i think i was like 10 points off or something so i had to like do um not reset the course but i had to make up the points by doing a viva presentation um but i didn't regret going to tobago seeing my family and so i guess when i look back i think what kept me going was that inner knowing that I was doing the right thing, that inner knowing that my health and well-being was much better, that I needed my family support around me, that I needed um, people that can love me and I can just be myself and feel safe and be emotionally strong to be a parent and come back to the course refreshed and ready. So yes, I did think of giving up but I didn't want to give up the course but I did think of actually I might have to give this course up for my own mental health but I didn't 
and one of the key factors there my mom she's been like a constant force in my life in terms of my resilience and like my bounce back ability to bounce back because she's always been the one in my ear or the one saying to me don't give up you can do it you know well, I'm here for you I'll be here for you I can come over I could stay with the children for a few months while you finish your course I believe in you you can do it you know there's a lot for you I have you know she's got dreams of me she can visualize me being at the top of my career so there's always that constant reassurance and she still does it I know in every podcast I probably mention my mom because she's so important in terms of my progress um the other more recent um challenge was when I started working independently um in my um therapy and coaching um consultancy I I actually there's so many times I wanted to give up I kept thinking I need to go back to the NHS I need to go back to working full-time so every couple months I'd be questioning I've been having these conversations with Gordon saying why am I here? Are you sure that I'm meant to be doing this? Da 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 da. Why, you know, why? I mean, I'm, for those who understand from a Christian point of view, you have the, well, I don't know about other Christians, but I have conversations with God where I'm like, you know, you told me to do this and blah, 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 blah. Obviously blaming God, not taking responsibility for myself. And, um, but really questioning. And obviously that came with when financially I was, struggling and I was not you know struggling to pay the bills and having to borrow from friends and family to keep going but somewhere along the line I had because with me I tend to get dreams like in my dreams I get visions so whenever there's a major change in my life I always get a dream or a couple dreams that prepare me for that change and I write them down and so I knew that the dreams that I had even before I went self-employed was preparing me for self-employment and those dreams showed me where I would prosper and I would you know improve and I would be successful but the dreams are different from reality so when the reality hit and I wasn't coping and I wasn't you know getting the clients and I wasn't getting the income I had I was constantly questioning myself constantly questioning my decision constantly in panic in survival constantly stressed constantly feeling anxious and fearful and really just sometimes depressed so I know what that's like um, however every time I made the attempt to apply for jobs I never got the jobs <laughs> or something happened where I actually decided no I don't want I'm not it doesn't feel right in my spirit I never I got interviews and I got interviews for jobs where, I mean, extremely high incomes, like jobs where um, there were incomes like 90 grand a year, etc. So it showed me that I was able, I was capable, I had the abilities and I, and there were times when I've turned on opportunities as well with high income because I knew that, that those jobs weren't in alignment with my values and I knew that it wasn't just about money, I knew that I wanted to do this because of my lifestyle of lifestyle change i wanted to have a healthier lifestyle i wanted to have 
a work-life balance. I wanted to work in an environment where I had more freedom and choice and more independence. I wanted to work where I could work more creatively with my clients and not feel, you know, restricted by administration and, you know, controlling managers and a stressful environment where uh, people are just reacting and being in survival all the moment. So I knew what would work well for me and I had obviously seen that in my dreams and also wrote my visions down so when those opportunities came I didn't take them because I knew they didn't fit for me and I knew I had to take the risk of going without the money surviving because there was something better for me um, and so there was that inner knowing I spent a lot of time praying meditating walking journaling just really reminding myself of why am i doing this you know what's been what's the vision um but there were times when i wondered and asked myself you know what is wrong with me am i going crazy there must be something wrong with me because why am i not taking opportunities why am i putting myself through such stress there were people who would also give me advice to you know you just need to take what you get you just have to accept you know whatever comes and you need to think about earning etc so people they meant well but they didn't have the same vision as me but on the other hand i had people who kept telling me to keep going don't don't look back don't turn back just keep going moving forward because they had walked that road before so they knew that you know the signs they knew that it, it took a lot to keep going and they knew that there would be good days and bad days. And I would surround myself with people like that. I would go to conferences and networking days and workshops and um, whatever it took. I would read books, I'd listen to seminars, just to keep in that mindset. Or go to church, whatever it was, to help me to stay focused. And I stopped sharing my dreams with other people. People that I felt that didn't make me feel safe. I stopped telling them, so I stopped. I kept quiet. And until I was absolutely certain, I started sharing my ideas or, or thoughts about my visions with them. So I guess it's it just kind of that resilience factor was more around self-belief, you know, not giving up, even when I felt like giving up, taking time out to reflect, to, to, to meditate, to pray listening to um people who more success people who've been in the business longer than me and have made success not just with my wisdom but like i had friends a friend who was a solicitor and i went oddly enough to her dad's funeral and i was surrounded by loads of solicitors <laughs> they were all solicitors lawyers solicitors um etc barristers and um i remember share we were just talking in the reception about like our life etc and telling them about this was probably like the second third year second year into my, my business i was five years now since i've been employed self-employed the second year and i remember i mean they gave me such good advice about you know don't go back the same way you started don't give up don't look back um and just you know claim claim your role or who you are claim your expertise claim yourself as experienced don't don't settle 
and that really helped me to push me forward as well as going to a lot of the um NatWest, I joined a business um, network which was free and they had a lot of network events that with, for women and those were really inspirational networks that encouraged you, gave you advice, etc. Um, so that, those are the things that helped me through to not give up. So as I'm ending, I just really wanted to maybe encourage you and if you're listening to this, it means that you're not meant to give up, that this message is a message that's helping to remind you to stay focused, stay on your dreams, stay on your target. Um, just maybe take some time out to reevaluate where you are. Um, so a few tips for you. First of all, number one, remember a time when things didn't go well in your life. Just look back, could be as far back as school days, in your work, in your relationship with friendship, or even an illness, when you were going through a challenge or, or, or adversity. I want you to, you know, just stop a bit and write down, how did you cope? You know, what got you through that period? What skills did you use? You know, who were the people around you that encouraged you? What advice did they give you? And how did that transform your life? So from that experience, what can you use from that experience to help you with your present situation? Secondly, think about your role models. Who are your role models in your life? If they were going through the same issue that you're going through right now, what advice would they give to you? What would they say? What would they encourage you to do? If you've had a vision for your life, for your business, for your job, your relationship, I want you to go back to that vision, revisit it, and just, you know, think about it. How do you feel when you're thinking about that vision? What emotions and feelings come up with you, in you? How do you feel about it? And just really stay with that feeling. Whatever that feeling is, is what you need to do moving forward. If that feeling is, or it might just drive you to not to, re to remind you that actually you've made the right decision. The next point is, remember your why. Why? Why did you choose to do this? Why are you doing this? Why did you choose to do this business or have this relationship or do this course or move country? Whatever your decision that you're struggling with. What's the why behind it? Because when you can figure out why you're doing it, it will help you to, to, to push you forward because your why always reminds you that it's connected to your purpose and, and what you're meant to do. What if you can fail? What if you can fail? What might you do differently? And finally, look back, just stop and look back, look back over the last few weeks, few months, few years, at all of how far you've come. What are the victories that you've experienced along the way? What have been your greatest successes? And now, once you've done that, take some time out to celebrate and just enjoy the rest of the day. So thank you once again. 
and I look forward to hearing from you, to getting your comments and feedback. They've been amazing. I've been so grateful for your feedback because there are times when I want to give up as well in doing the podcast and then someone texts me or email me or, or says something that actually reminds me that, wow, I am touching people's lives. Someone who um, on LinkedIn, I don't know if she's been listening to this one, but she, she, she told me that one of the podcasts that really impacted her. Actually, I had a few people from LinkedIn that said that I had someone who lives in the, um, uh, is it the Caribbean? I can't remember now. It's not the Caribbean. But anyway, uh, maybe Guyana. Yeah, it might be Caribbean. Um, I don't know if she's going to be listening to this as well, but she um, told me how, um, you know, she really enjoyed the podcast. And I've got, you know, people ongoing giving me those feedback. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I really need your comments and feedback. It really helps me to keep going. So in terms of my um, ability to thrive in this, in adversity, your comments help me to keep going as well. Okay, have a good day, good evening, wherever you are, good night. Until next time, bye-bye. again for listening to this podcast i hope that you found it useful and if so please don't forget to like share or follow me on this platform or why not follow me on instagram at his love page or check out my website www.hazelhislove.com thank you until next time